All right. Just uh, just walking onto the busy road, roundabout place. There's a lot of uh, weird plasma-like clouds around. I said plasma-like because they don't look like... Uh, they do not look like normal clouds. They look like liquid. And because uh, plasma kind of congeals and wraps together and forms shape it's got like a defined rounded shape I guess so that's what I'm imagining um, yes everywhere and I thought oh it must be must be a storm accompaniment us must be a storm or something but now it's not I went back to the house and got a brother but now I've been walking around it's just the it's just the shadow of this whatever this stuff is just making it look like rain clouds it ain't and I can tell it's shadow because I can see where the the sky is breaking now there's a big section of blue sky so I can see I can see the effect of the the sun on the on the last cloud it's not shadowing as much as the rest really weird I stopped and took a few pictures there was one there was one place in particular it was like there was a pressure drop or something so there was two central central points that were like it looked like it was rotating whatever this stuff is it looked like it was rotating and uh, in the middle there was just clouds or something that had dropped on it looked like it was a tornado or a vortex whatever I think a vortex is is it the opposite of a tornado a vortex on the ground or under water or in water tornado is above ground I don't know maybe it's the same thing it's all cyclonic right it's all spinning so yeah it's weird very weird but you can step out on almost any day and spot something even when it's a blue sky there'll still, there'll still be something there'll be you know early in the morning those trails that have some sort of matter in them that's dropping a shadow but it's dropping a shadow up Because they're reflecting light up. I 
because it's most likely alumina aluminum oxide which is specifically for the purpose of reflecting sunlight yeah it's kind of um must be kind of endearing to have be in that position right to be a ge geoengineer and be like yo bro it's my fucking job to save the world yeah gotta cool the world down so you're gonna spray alumina here here and here but i don't think it is for i mean coin right I'm thinking that they can't only be a few people talking about this stuff, about seeing the things that are going on, observing things, and acknowledging that acknowledging that there is a natural order to things, that there is a balance to things. And I can't believe that there are people saying, yo, spray the, spray the sky with Lumina, bro. And that's, uh, that's like, uh, all right, yeah, cool. Save the world kind of thing, you know? That they don't acknowledge that there is an actual balance. That they honestly think that they're going to affect some sort of change right because maybe maybe it's the point the people who are doing these experiments because that's what they are people who are constructing and implementing these experiments honestly think yeah saving the world you know that's why they're so cocky and arrogant in the result, right? Yeah, I was just brought in to uh, deal with the problem of heating up the world, so I'm trying to cool it down, so, you know? <laughs> you know, I call that kind of stuff, the snooty tooty. You know, like, they have one focus. But they have one focus in a world that is ultimately connected, so they don't understand that they don't understand the full implications of what they're doing but I think the people that fund them the people that maybe ultimately make these suggestions hey we've discovered a new compound that we can use to reflect the light more efficiently maybe that's how they do it and then it's like all right, just put it in front of the scientists somehow. A convention, something like that, right? You create the image. You put the image subliminally in their head and they formulate the solution for you. Take this compound and drop it at the back of some Hercules or whatever. Some... Uh, RAF fighter jets, whatever. So it is just maybe 
Maybe that is how it is. Because that, that's what you, that's what I can observe in life and in, in, exper- in experience, in my experiences, that people use you. They'll use you for a, for a certain purpose, or they'll drop hints or something. They won't be entirely up front. They want you to think that you've got autonomy. You know, that you're coming up with these solutions of your own accord. All the information's been fed to you in some way. You know, like, here's my recommended reading list. That's feeding you information. Because the people who wrote those books could have been told to write those books and express express those things to put ideas to place ideas in the images of the subconscious the subliminal messaging it's all the same technique isn't it same as advertising it's just advertising on a different level it's to interject it's to paint the same image paint a Yeah. Well, I must say it is warm. Like it feels humid today. There's no the cold wind is is gone. It feels humid. Well, I can really get a good view of the plasma things, plasma clouds, whatever they are from up here. It's crazy. It's like waves in the sky. And then there's a couple more clouds dropping or whatever they are. So bizarre. It's obviously something something pressure related there's so many like there's a huge drop on the horizon huge cloud or whatever it is has dropped it's going to spawn a bunch of tornadoes although it's not really spinning all that quickly it doesn't appear to be moving at all it just appears to be still wow this is so bizarre I know I can see I'm like right underneath the cloud now and I'm looking back and I can see the blue sky and this giant sheet of whatever it is is just edging slightly forward away crazy so I wonder if this is another experiment whatever this stuff is or if this is natural phenomenon so that's the thing that's the confusion right these scientists come out and say yep we're, we're doing these experiments we're doing these projects to reflect sunlight how do you know what is what is natural and what isn't 
Like, you can't really say, well, this can't be natural because I've never seen this before. But I've never been at this point in energy before. I've never been at this point in the cycle. So how would I know? How would I know that this is not normal? How would I know that this is man-made? Or it's human intervention? Well, unless I sat out, out here all day and looked for something, I don't know. It'd be very difficult. Very difficult to determine. But here's the thing, right? And I know I've probably said it before, but these geoengineers are focused on one thing. In however many places around the world, they want to spray, or sorry, they are spraying this alumina to reflect sunlight, which is reflecting sunlight, because I've seen it. just a haze but you can see the shadows and you can see the reflection so they're claiming that they're claiming that that is them right again that might not be they may be staking claim to it but it could still be natural phenomenon it just makes it explainable phenomenon right so what I'm looking at now I can't explain it but somebody might put their hand up another scientist and say oh yeah we're running another experiment we're running uh, frequencies low frequencies to I don't know create more cloud cover To encourage cloud formation, to try and block out the sun for certain periods of the day so that we don't have to spray so much. You know what I mean? They could come up with excuses. And it's like, okay, that's explainable phenomenon. I think what there can't be is unexplainable phenomenon. Everything has to be explainable. And everything is explainable. That's the problem. But people don't realise that. If people were more aware of this, this balance and everything, that there is an explanation for everything, yet there also isn't an explanation, because the explanation that you're given, you need to somehow, need to somehow determine if that is uh, observable in some way. How do, you, how do you determine that what they're telling you is something that they've initiated, something that they've done? It's very difficult. It's all about awareness, though. It's all about being aware of every aspect of everything. Everything that people tell you, everything that you see. Now, you could just look at things, observe things, and in some way just formulate your own... Uh, Formulate your own uh, perspectives entirely from your from your observation and experience. Now, I'm just looking up at the other end of the valley. It looks like there's a fire. Maybe like two fires. 
can see two separate trails of smoke. I wonder what that is. It looks like it's uh, a wooded area and they wouldn't really be burning. They don't typically burn, burn the fields. Weird. It must have just started because all the cloud, all the uh, smoke is just starting to kind of build up. Go walk a bit more so we can see better. Hmm. So. So we could form our own perspectives all of the time, right? Through our observation and experience. But... That kind of rules out the collective, right? Now, if you think that... When there were no connections between the countries, between the lands... And there wouldn't have been, right? Because there wouldn't have been boats. There wouldn't have been a, mo a method of uh, transportation to go between the lands, right? So everything that was known in one place, that's what they knew. It could have been experienced or perceived and, sorry, observed could have been observed and uh, experienced in different lands in different ways. Like they may not have experienced the same things that you experience in your land and vice versa. But nah, everyone is now every land is connected wirelessly. You don't need to travel somewhere to connect to someone or to communicate. And likewise, people can, can be told things that are happening in a place that they've never been to, they've never experienced or observed, or they aren't currently, currently able to experience or observe, but they've been told things about those places. And they just believe it. Now, back, back before there was all these connections, maybe that was more, maybe there was more trust. Maybe it was possible to be more trustworthy because the people that were telling you these things were the people that were, you know, of the same culture, of the same tribe. You know, you had the same teachings, the same understanding. There would have been less corruption to a degree, right? The corruption would have been limited. Because there would have been consequences 
for going against the tribe. But today, there is no tribe. There's tribes. And when people go against everybody else by telling you things that may or may not be true, they're corrupted. And there's no consequence for that corruption. There's no consequences anymore for stepping over the boundaries. And the boundaries should always be quite clear. Do no harm to anyone. Now if you're feeding people lies, if you're feeding people your perspectives, your experiences, or rather just your experiences, your perspective, sorry. You're limiting that person's view of everything. That person becomes trapped inside a box. And they don't know that they can go and experience things for themselves. Because you put them in a box. And that is hurtful because you've imposed a condition on somebody you've imposed and you have imposed a constant condition on someone which is control you've told that person that you are the only one that can give them the information they need. So, you perpetuate the limitation, you perpetuate the control. And there should be consequences for doing that. But there aren't. Look, <laughs> fucking look in society, right? Look in the societal construct. What is is there any 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 consequence or punishment for a narcissist somebody that abuses the shit out of you for years is there any consequence for someone like that zero zero you can talk to support groups right support groups will say yep yeah, that's abuse. There's no fucking consequence. There's nothing. So the person, the abuser, is free to fucking go off and carry on doing what they were doing because there's no consequence. There's nobody, sell nobody telling them, hey, what you did was shit. It was wrong. You messed up that person's life. Even the person that was the victim in telling the abuser what they did. That isn't consequence because the, the abuser's not gonna listen. There's no consequence. The only consequence is if they hurt another person physically. Because the legal system only deals with bodies. A body, a corporate body or a dead body. A corporate body is a dead body as well, so 
I should have just said the legal system only deals with dead bodies. Technically, they deal with us all as dead bodies. So if you hurt one of their dead bodies physically, then that is punishable. They'll probably give you six weeks in prison for abusing someone for years and years and years. Physically abusing them. But if you don't pay your taxes, that's ten years. You see how fundamentally flawed and unbalanced the system is? The system encourages abuse. Especially emotional abuse. That's how the world is run. Advertising, subliminal marketing. It's all emotional abuse. It doesn't give a shit about your feelings. It doesn't give a shit about your condition. If somebody wants you to drink Diet Coke, you're going to fucking drink Diet Coke. That's how the marketing is. The marketing isn't like, oh, please, we'd love it if you drink our Coke. It's not. It's in your face. You fucking go to the shop now and you fucking see it and you drink it. End of. (laughs) That's how it is. Because all it is is numbers. All they want is your numbers, your energy, your currency. So, perhaps a consequence for people that are that way inclined, that are aligned with a system that supports that kind of thing. And you would have to be that way inclined to support any kind of political party, to support any kind of legal system. Legal systems just run for profit. You have to pay for a solicitor for anything. If you can't afford to, then the other side has to pay. Or maybe you win, it, you win a whole bunch of money. All right, yeah, we'll take some of that. It's all, it's all, it's all money. It's a money system. Even though the people that run these systems also print the money, they run the money system. They are crooks. It is a mafia. And you say that to people, you say, yeah, the government's a mafia. They'll fucking laugh at you. They'll be like, yeah, I can't totally relate Goodfellas or Al Pacino or Scarface or any of those to the government. Like, who's Scarface, bro? You know what I mean? It's like, if they can't formulate a connection like that, they won't, <laughs> they won't even be able to conceive it. I mean, even if these people got, I don't know, if they face consequences for their action, you know, these people in government face consequences for their actions. People would just be like, all right, who's next? Who's the next lot of people coming in to replace them? And then they start complaining about them. That's how, that's how, um, that's why people call 
That's why people are referred to as cattle or sheep. Because of the behaviour. It's like you forget about all the bad things that these people have done. And it's like, oh yeah, great, we got them fired. But they're not fired. They're still in the system. They're still doing. They're just not in your... They're just not on the TV anymore. They've been recast by somebody else. And then these people are like, oh yeah, okay, so who's next? Got this new person in. Let's hope that, you know, they're going to do a better job. That's how it all starts. It's madness. It's like, oh yeah, they're going to do a better job than the last person. You know, they're promising this and they're promising that. And then they argue when they're not promising when they're not meeting on the promises it's insanity these people are just as insane as the people in government and they don't realise it they don't realise what they're doing the people that are cheerleading for these mafia organisations they are using you they're using your energy and they're using your money Not that it's your money really, it's their money. Because they created it. You've just exchanged it. For an amount of time. And no amount of words is going to change people. No amount of things changing in government is going to change people. Because they'll still be waiting for the next person to come in. You know, you could break down the entire system. On the boat, okay, who's next? Who's coming in next? Yeah, let's go down to the shop and make a bet, you know? There is no... It's sad. It's sad that people are dependent on the system. That's what it is, it's a dependency. They need the system in order to... exist. If the system didn't exist... There'd be no point What they talk about They'd have nobody comp- to complain about they'd, they'd have nobody to go and get money from They'd have no purpose People Make their purpose The state Because that's what the state want And the state is the mafia they would love it if you would cheerlead for them because it means that they don't really have to do anything they can just carry on they can just carry on keeping the system going because as long as you're not questioning as long as you're not looking at things that you shouldn't be looking at You know, like the WikiLeaks stuff, you shouldn't be looking at that because only the media should look at that. Because it's illegal for you to do that, but it's not illegal for the media. Yeah, that's the kind of stuff. That's the kind of stuff that they do. So... Anyway... No, it looks like there's a storm cloud. Sounds like it as well. It could just be the road, I guess.
just find it weird how people have become so attached to a system that so dependent on it that all it's doing is enslaving them and if you tell that to someone they'll take offence they'll say don't you know about the slavery back in the 1800s the 1700s our army fought for that it's like come on it's the same people it was the same people back then that it did it it's the same people now the same people that were taking the slaves around on ships and openly running slave farms are the same people now that are running corporations that are running government organisations it's the same thing it's just got a different facade it's just called something different so it makes so you think it is different but it ain't. It is the same. And uh, I think it is a case of people have become attached to their abuser. They would rather stay with them because it's safe or it feels safe. They'd rather be inside a system that abuses and enslaves them than to be free to make their own decisions and they may think they may think that hey what are you talking about I'm free now what you can go down to the shop and get what you want right you still have to go and pay for food and where do you get the money to pay for the food you have to be a slave in order to get it you have to use somebody else's currency in order to get food you can't go and make an exchange for something else because that's not legal so yes you are a slave and you are being limited so you think you have choice but those choices you make all have to be within the confines of the limitations that you've been granted the limitations you've been given i.e. you have to use the currency that they say you have to use in order to get that currency you have to have a job if you are getting currency and you don't have a job that may raise questions how did you get that money maybe you owe us some of that money tax because if we don't know where that money came from maybe you're doing something you shouldn't be doing that's the kind of thing right and you might think that's great great job catching these criminals no not really the criminals are the ones who are saying they're the ones that are putting the limitations on you they're the ones that are enforcing the limitations they're the criminals they created the well they didn't create the fundamentals of the system but they enable it they enable the system to function they enable you to be punished so people think that they're living the life that they want they aren't 
they're living the life that they've been given there's been a lot of them by the state if you're unable to work you get given a bunch of money if you're given a bunch of money you don't really ever have to go and work ever even if you at some point were able to someone's giving you free money why would you ever want to go and work so it keeps you limited keeps you trapped keeps you dependent that's the main game dependency it's injecting dependency in every aspect of your life because that's a form of control oh, I'm just going to take a picture of this I don't know what that is. It looks like a huge storm cloud, but it's, it's like all that plasma stuff again. Oh, crazy. Yeah, so all it does is keep you limited. That's all, that's, that's all this stuff exists for. To keep you limited. Keep you from doing anything. actually want to it's just um, makes it easier if you don't have to go to work if you don't have to if there's no real exchange you know you feel you might feel guilty if you're being given money and that guilt is enough to make you feel thankful so so the money is negative is a negative charge because you feel you have to be grateful to those people for giving it to you so you see them positively so if anyone tries to tell you otherwise you're going to defend them you ain't going to hear something said bad about the mafiosos that give you money for free. What about the mafiosos that come round to your shop or your restaurant or your bar telling you what you should and should not be putting on your body? That isn't normal. How many times have you seen that in recent years? You know, they don't come round and do random health and safety checks like that, do they? You know, making sure that people aren't tripping over things. Making sure that there's adequate space for uh, disabled patrons to get in. You never see that, but you saw it over the last two years because the mafia hired people to go and do it. 
because they wanted to force people to do something they wanted to alter your behavior and I think it's accurate to refer to these people in the way that they should be they are mafia they don't give a shit about anyone else Well, some of the stories that come out about them in public may not be true. Ultimately, they still support the system. And it's more the people that aren't even in the public eye. The people that are working behind the scenes to keep the system running. If those people weren't there, who's going to run the system? It's not the people that are on camera. They can give you the impression that the system is running fine. But fundamentally, if you're you're a customer of the mafia, of the system, you're going to know that that ain't true. Because you're going to be like, hey, why did it take like six weeks for something that normally takes two days? You're going to notice it. So the people that come out in public talking to you, they're not the people that are the problem so much it's the people that work within the system that keep it running they're the people that are enabling all this the people that go around to the bars and the restaurants and the shops mindlessly enforcing things mindless enforcers that's all they are here I've been given this piece of paper it tells me what I'm supposed to do So you go into every shop and restaurant and make sure people are doing those things. Do you know what that is? Do you realize what you're doing? You're enforcing behavior. You're you're literally like a childminder in a nursery you've been told to go around and check that all the adults are all sufficiently protecting everyone but you don't have a clue what that actually means you're just doing what you've been told to do so I mean When people turn around to these people and actually give them a dose of perspective, you know, like, observable, what what they're observing, they should really pay attention because they don't observe it from the same perspective because they're the people that are enforcing, handing out pieces of paper saying you have to pay so much money because you didn't do what I told you to do. That's kind of how you get thrown out of town. That's kind of the consequence for betraying everyone in your tribe. Because you could only ever really be doing a job like that for money. So you're a slave to the money. And it's even worse if uh, you're doing that kind of job. 
so people should uh, try and look into morality and see if they can find any because they're going to need it because if anything ever happens like that I'm sure the consequences will be shown sooner rather than later and the people that enable and support the system they may not want to hang around for that because they may see that what happened before was wrong they may have disagreed with a lot of what happened but went along with it anyway and so they may not feel comfortable going along with something like that a second time and because everyone's been through that now everyone's observed and experienced it everyone's got a perspective And essentially what happened was the Mafia organisations tried to overextend their hand. They tried to they tried to force control on everyone. But I think they miscalculated that there would be so many willing participants that perhaps maybe nobody would see what they were doing what they were really doing that's disillusion and I think a lot of them I think a lot of them were disillusioned they were given that disillusion to make them think that nobody could see what they were doing but it was plain as day and I'm sure people still remember who, the, who those people are so I mean I don't think it's like they can ever go and mingle with the with the povs anymore they can't really go out in public and, uh, you know, just nip down to the pub. Because maybe someone in the pub will be like, get the fuck out. Get out of my pub. Because people don't forget. And they can be very unforgiving so yeah it's not really it's like the saying is the juice worth the squeeze if you had to manually squeeze like 20 lemons to uh get one glass of 
lemon juice, would it be worth it? How long did these people squeeze people for? And was it worth it? I don't think it was because they aren't in the position that they wanted to be in. They don't have the control that they wanted. Now, if it was to profiteer, it was just, if it was just a racket, I, all of this was just a facade to make money because they knew that they were going to fuck up the health system. All they really had to do was to source the suppliers beforehand for all the equipment that they were going to say that they needed. And then they supplied it all <laughs> at exorbitant prices. Now, some people will probably be flipped, you know, they'll probably give up some of the people just to make it seem like something's been done to appease the povs. I'm just going to keep saying that because that's what people act like. They act like slaves. They love the state. They love to work. That, that's an extreme. That's an extreme side of society. And I'm not saying it's indicative of poverty. It's indicative of a state, of a condition, that you love the state so much. Even though you may be... You may not have enough money. You may get money given to you. You may have a job. You may hate your job, but you'd rather work. Because you love the state. And you want to pay your taxes. You want to pay your. You want to do your bit. Doing your bit. That's it, right? Everyone do their bit. Because you're given no choice. You're given the perspective that you have no choice, but you do. We have a choice in everything. If you didn't want to work, there's other ways that you could that you could learn to learn to live don't have to don't have to follow the same path that everyone else has just because that path is easy and it's known I don't know I don't know I think it is I think it is weird I think it is weird the perspectives that people have of the system. I think it's weird that I used to share in some of that perspective of the system. But I always knew from a young age that there was something not right. But no one's telling you. No one's giving you any feedback to tell you the system's broken. The system is set up to take take what you've got take everything you earn you're, you're just bred to work to work the system and you might just be given a better position or given some time in the public light if you're I don't know if, you, if you're of a certain disposition You know, if you got a certain skill or quality or something. 
but yeah, I don't know. It's all um, let's find it all bonkers. It's like no matter what you say or what you do, there's always got to be people that will that will want to enable the system. You know, they have to. Because if they don't, if that doesn't exist for them, then what have they got? They haven't really got anything. It's crazy. Um, yeah, shit, I'm not sure what I'm doing. I've just walked all the way into the other town, but it's the, it's the outlet centre. And it's like... Twenty twenty to four in the afternoon. So I think a lot of the schools are gonna be out now. So it might be quite busy. But I've just walked all this way. <laughs> Fucking hell. Maybe I'll just walk back. I don't really feel like uh having a coffee. Yeah. So I know I'm uh, quite negative about the system, but I think it's such a core, such a core thing that we're all brought into. We don't have a choice. We're all brought into it from birth, and then it's a it's a case of like, I don't want to be part of this. How do I get out of it? And by that point, you're already screwed because you're already dependent on money. And then it's like, well, where can you actually go? You'd have to go... You'd have to go to a place that you that is completely new to you. I don't really know of many places in the UK where you could just kind of turn up and build your own cabin or something, you know? I don't think that would exist because you would most likely see the council come and knock it down or something. You know, this is an illegal structure. Or they try and arrest you or something, you know? It's like... If you're in the system, they'll leave you alone, unless you've done something. You try and live outside the system, they'll try and bring you back into it. That, that's, what I'm, that's what I feel anyway. Obviously, I've not tried to live outside of the system before, so I don't really have a perspective on it other than my, my opinion. I can see it would be difficult considering how much land around me is private but it's all woodlands and there's actually one piece of land oh it's a deer 
another deer. There's one piece of land um, near the outlet. There is woodland, and it's like a, a field uh, fielded area as well where they'd hold events. The guy sold it for two million to Amazon to build a fucking super distribution center. It's like great. It's great. So all those people, all those fucking lazy people can just Amazon Prime everything. And rather than it taking a day, you know, this distribution center that they're going to build will deliver it in like two hours, an hour. It's like super high frequency greed. And I'm guilty of that. I used to use Amazon all the time. So I'm one of the people that I'm talking about. Now I'm like, well, I don't really order anything. I don't buy, I don't buy things. I buy food. That's about it. But if I were to order something, or if I needed to, I don't know, get vitamins or something like that, I'd be less inclined to go on Amazon now. I'd go and look at the, I'd go into a shop first. Just because the whole, the whole concept of Amazon is so wasteful. They, uh, I'm not, they're a monopoly. And the governments, the mafias, allow certain companies because they're essentially mafias in their own right. Amazon is a mafia organization, right? It has to be. How do they get, how do they get involved with governmentship? You know? Like, when all the stuff was going on two years ago, the Prime Minister of the UK Mafia held a meeting with all the, all the technology companies to see what they could do to help. It's like, what? It's like you're gonna you're gonna bring in a whole bunch of monopolies to provide you with solutions for what? I mean fair enough, I get it. Advertising, propaganda, distribution, logistics. But it's all it's all monopolistic activity. And it always happens, right? They allow these companies to grow so big. They allowed Google to grow so big. And then it had to divide. So the, the cell, the company, the mafia, the terrorist organization, <laughs> because that's what they are, cells, right? Terrorist cells. So let's say these organizations, these cells are allowed to grow to a certain size 
And then it's like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. now you're going to divide. So then they divide into two big organisations. It's the same thing. And they're going to do the same thing with Amazon. And they should have already done it with Facebook because Facebook is Facebook is trash anyway. Or they basically what Facebook do is they go through your trash. Looking at your bank statements. Looking for uh, you know cut up credit cards or that kind of stuff. They're the people that go through your rubbish and then they put it into a database and sell it. That's what Facebook are. Oh, <laughs> this is a. Uh, this is a bit of a rant, I guess. I did feel this morning like I just wanted to scream. Just felt like there was a lot of pressure. Like. Because I can't really just focus on my problems. I'm trying to think of how to resolve other people's problems as well. I mean, normally, it won't be such a big deal. But because um, what I'm going through is kind of messed up. And it's uh, changing every day. It's like my energy has been drawn in different directions. So I guess every now and then I just feel like screaming. <laughs> I guess it's just a physical release. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It comes. Well, I mean, this is the first time I felt like, you know, just screaming. You know, I don't feel like there's any pent-up anger or anything like that. I think it's more just frustration with uh, constant adaptation. Constantly adapting to other people because they're constantly changing every day. Uh, and then there's some people that are not changing that should be. So I think that is the frustration. I've got two people at the opposite ends. One who's changing every day that's trying to disrupt my life. And then another person who really should be changing, but isn't, doesn't want to. So I'm literally stuck in the middle trying to balance it out. Anyway. 
Yeah, so these monoliths, these organisations all need to be broken up. And I think that is what is happening now. Um, I mean, I've said it before, these companies, these organisations, these mafias can't... They can't persist forever. They'll be replaced with something else. And a lot of people have got ideas of what that, what that replacement will be. But I think, or rather I foresee, it'll be rather different than, uh, than most people might think. Because currently, most countries have got central government They've got regional offices, regional councils, uh, regional cells. Um, yeah, so the governments have the terrorist cells all run the countries, right? And they activate whichever one of those at will in order to make people do whatever, you know, the central government cell wants them to do. And I think what's going to happen is that those centralised structures are going to disappear. Those regional cells are going to be broken up because the people the people that run them are going to be outed by the people that they tried to control, the people that they betrayed, basically. So that, that's the consequences, right? They're going to be outcasts. And that's the theme that is discussed quite often. That um, every, every sort of civilization that falls, it, create, it creates outcasts. And they move around to wherever until they find a place where they can fit in. I think that's going to happen again because I think the people are going to realise well it should be it should be fairly clear already based on the last two years who the people are that betrayed you and so they'll just be outcast and that's like the ultimate consequence to be disowned and thrown out by the people that you screwed over basically it's happened before and it's going to happen again happens every time now it's like the people that work for these organisations they have certain qualities I'm not saying not everyone not everyone will though because there has to be some good people. It can't be entirely biased one way. So when I'm talking like that, I really don't mean to infer any bias. It obviously has to be balanced because people believe that it is for good, that they just want to help people. So, They, they would do right anyway. 
if they found out, if they knew things that happened or that were going to happen or not right, I'm sure they wouldn't stand around and allow it. They would say something. Or they would leave. But the people that stand around and still support it are the people that are the betrayers. They sell everyone else out for profit. It's for themselves. Profit for themselves, whether it's money, status, whatever. Position of power. It is intoxicating. It drives people to be irrational, to do to be unstable creates narcissists it supports narcissists it's a system that supports narcissism supports abuse because comes back to my own situation in that somebody can completely screw you over for years and get away with it and have no consequences and even more that they can defame me and my name and who I am and there's no real recourse for that there's no consequences of that either because I've got to have evidence that she's actually done that. And that's just to prove something in a legal system that is rigged anyway. Why would they believe me? When they did believe somebody that is... is a systemic liar. They lie in order to survive. If they don't lie... They don't exist. The trauma would eat, would eat them up. Anyway. Always my... Always feel bad discussing my experience. But I shouldn't. Because if I don't, then, I mean, I'm the only one that knows exactly what happened. Because it's not like I can write everything down, you know? It's not like I'm going to write a novel, you know? Everything that happened. I know what happened. It's just... I don't need other people to validate my experience. But it... (laughs) I don't know, it almost feels like I do need to because of the way she's behaving.
but it's not uh, I don't know I guess for her it's like a reflex she has to do that she has to go and tell people her version her perspective that she has to do that But I think even if people, I think even if people ask me about it, I probably, I don't know, I probably wouldn't even go into detail or anything. I guess it would depend on what they were asking. I think if they, if there was something insinuated, you know, like, oh, you did this, it would be like having to explain that or something, you know? Might be like that. Anyway. I think I'll just keep... Just keep talking about it as and when it feels... um, appropriate, I guess. Like if there's something I can draw from the experience or from the observations or something. It's not like, yeah, I don't feel like I need to prove anything. I think it's probably the difference. That she does have to prove something. But anyway. I guess I guess that's it don't really know what it's a bit of a mix wasn't it it was more about more about math <laughs> mafia organisations I know it's funny I know it's uh Sounds ridiculous, but it's accurate. Because that's what they're doing. They're extorting people. Keeping people within their system in order to profit and take. In order to take for their own. It's not... um, It's not mutual. It's not balanced. It's a very unbalanced system. But I mean, what are you going to replace it with? Do you need to replace it with anything? Because I mean, what we're talking about, let's say 50% of every country are dependent on that system. And 50, 50% could not really, would have no problem in stepping away from it. So, what do you do with the 50% that need it? You have to give them some sort of system, right? 
maybe it becomes like a mutual I don't know what they called them is it like a I know they have like cooperative banks but they're owned by bigger banks now so they're not really or is it a cooperative building society but again that is based on the societal construct so maybe it's some sort of mutual cooperative system and I know digital currency is the is a potential danger it depends who creates a use for it that cannot be stopped now if the mafias are allowed to create the digital currencies and release them before anyone else has got mass adoption of a system which will be difficult because you're talking about going against Visa and MasterCard payment merchants because any digital currency system is going to have to link into them so that you can scan your phone your wallet your digital wallet on the card readers because they'll reuse whatever technology they've got right they're not going to replace all these card readers They'll just have a function in like your Apple wallet or something, your Android wallet, to add your digital wallet reference. But you see how the system is already tied in? How any mafia digital currency is already tied in? They already have, they are already, a, they are Visa and MasterCard. They are Apple and Android they're Apple and Google so you're talking about creating something that would have to be would have no dependency on any of those organisations no dependency on the Mafia so you're talking about creating a device or something that is capable of uh providing people with a digital wallet and if you can get that done before any mafia digital currency is released then they've lost the, digi the digital currency will become like an afterthought <laughs> people won't use it now the thing with digital currency, right, blockchain, is it's going to support trust and mutual, like a mutual, uh, say if you had communities set up. So you can set up a community in your street, you can set up a community in your, in your town, and you could join whichever one you wanted, right? And let's say... Let's say everyone agrees to pay in so much money each month in order to pay for services in the street. And so as part of that, maybe you gain other benefits where people can lend money, lend their currency. If they've got a sufficient amount 
a month that they can lend each month they can say I always want to lend out £100 each month and that they'll always get it paid back within a month or two or something you know set up agreements like that it's just a mutual but it keeps it within the community and it keeps the consequences local if someone fucks you over then everyone finds out about it and that's the way it should be people should be held accountable if they're going to purposely screw people over they should be should be held accountable for it and then they should be I don't know thrown out of the street <laughs> thrown out of the digital currency street right because some people may just use it just to get money and never pay it back so in which case you just people vote to remove that function for them so they can not lend money for like well they can't borrow money for like six months or something it becomes a community thing there's no central power anymore it's the people having a direct decision and even even that you know is going to become corrupted because you'll have people that will band together even though the votes are all like individual people are going to fucking meet up or talk on the phone or whatsapp and say hey this uh, vote you need to vote yes you know what I mean like that's how it's going to happen it's going to become fucking corrupted because it's the people unless the people can be given uh, I don't know like in a situation like that how do you how do you even prove that there was a, they were conspiring to all vote yes because people are going to feel bad aren't they if they don't do what the person tells them to do they might get rejected but maybe that's where you put in like uh, randomised voting so it's not always the same people and maybe something like the other people that get to vote they can't see who the other voters are everything becomes anonymous right maybe that's how you do it randomised and anonymous so it's not always the same people making the same or voting on the same things right maybe people all get a vote on what issues need to be voted on you know like they can submit submit these ideas and say like yeah we want this to be voted on and then the people that actually vote on the ideas randomised and anonymised so nobody can see who is voting and that to a degree would uh, fix the corruption issue it's the fact of knowing too much information if you know who is voting you know who you need to corrupt who you need to convince so you remove that element from it yeah so anyway I think that is going to be the kind of system that people are going to be able to implement 
those kinds of things are not difficult to implement the technology is already there all it takes is the organisation to do it i.e. people to band together build it and then start showing communities how to distribute it and how to start using it and eventually people are just going to stop stop talking to the council because it's going to be easier for people to sort things out by themselves they'll just be like oh, we don't need the council anymore we're able to sort things by ourselves and you can just say hey thanks thanks for providing your services but it's really not needed anymore it's worthless we can sort things by ourselves and you know you'll get things like trying to outlaw it make it illegal but once you've got communities on board and using it they're fighting against the communities not fighting against one person so so yeah mafia government all the same so yeah choose what you want to do Just choose what you want to do. Don't do what you're told. And that's about it.